0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Novel Universe with your host Dawn, just Dawn, Bang Bang Books. And today I'm going to be reviewing my June reads. So this is going to be in the order of, that I read them going backwards. And a lot of these, Ashley and I already podcasted to be a full review and I will link all of those full length podcast plus the timestamps in the show notes so that you can skip to listen to whatever one, whatever review you want to listen to. All right, let's get started because I got a lot to talk about. All right, the first book I'm going to talk about or the last book I read this month was Damsel by Elena K. Arnold. I gave this a four. Damsel actually won a Prince Honor in 2019. Uh, If you are not in the library world, a Prince book is the the Prince Award is given to the best YA book of the year. It is given by YALSA, which is a category of uh, American Library Association (ALA). YALSA is the Young Adult division, and Damsel won an honor, which means there was one winner and then there were four honor books, or four like not quite the winner, but they should be recognized for excellence. And Damsel won an honor last year. And I can see why it won. First of all, I want to talk about the Goodreads rating. If you are a frequenter of Goodreads, as I am, and you look at the review and you kind of base your decision to read or not read a book based on the rating, then if you base on the rating on Goodreads, you're not going to read this book because I think currently it's at a 3.42. And I wanted to see why it was so low. And what I gathered was... People kind of had the same issues with the book who rated a two or a lower, even a three. And first of all, a lot of people were upset at the triggers because there there, there is a lot of triggers in this book. There's sexual assault. There is animal abuse. It's very dark. It, there's a lot of triggers. And so people were rating it low because of that, which I don't think is necessarily fair. If you are a person and a lot of this, what I'm about to say is unpopular opinions Sorry, not sorry. But if you are a person who gets triggered easily, then I think it's you it's up to you to do your research before you read certain books. And, you know, that's what Goodreads for. They list the triggers for you. People take the time to list triggers for you so that when you are doing your research and like, oh, well, this has sexual assault. I'm not comfortable reading that. I'm not going to read the book. So clearly these people didn't they may not have done their research and they were like shocked. Of all the triggers in the book, and then they kind of rated it accordingly. You know, you can do whatever you want. You can rate however you want. I personally don't think that's very fair. But that's one thing I noticed on Goodreads. The second thing I noticed on Goodreads, and these were the people, once again, who gave a, the book a two or lower, was that they were saying that it was too dark. Yes, this is a dark book. Uh, Arnold's books tend to be quite dark. I kind of knew that going in because I did read The Red Hood, which was also very dark. And okay, so this is once again, this is how I feel about people when you rate a book low because it's dark. Sometimes, how am I saying this? Okay, there are certain topics that people don't want to read about. It is uncomfortable. That's what I'm looking for. Uncomfortable. I personally don't like reading about sexual assault and. A lot of times I will skip over it. I won't read it, especially if it's a child. I won't read it. However, I I personally don't rate a book low because it contains sexual assault. I rate it based on how it's handled in the book. Is it just there for shock value? Is the author trying to tell me something? Is it a source of growth for the uh, main character? What is the author trying to say? If they're doing something with it, then I rate it accordingly. But if it's in there... I'm not going to rate it low because there's something uncomfortable in there. Lots of things are uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is subjective. So once again, this is an unpopular opinion. You can rate books however you want to. I personally don't rate books low because there's something in it that's uncomfortable for me. I don't like and I'm gonna give you an example for me personally. I don't like books that deal with racial unrest. I am black. I don't find racism, anything about racism or uh, racial unrest in a book entertaining. I don't like it. Therefore, I, I do my research. And if I know a particular author or a particular book has it in there, I won't read it. I know that sounds bad, but I read for entertainment. I... And I, I don't find that entertaining. I am black. I live it every day. I live being black every day. I don't want to read it in my literature, but that's me. Some people find it as inspiration and that's, that's, that's fine. That's on them. But as far as I'm concerned, that for me is a trigger. I don't want, I just don't want to read that. And so there have been several books where I come across it and I immediately DNF. Um, and particularly the, Lo- the Lovely War by Julie Berry. I saw it coming because it was World War II, I believe. Or was it the Civil War? I don't know. It was a war where they really didn't like black people and hangings were like prevalent. And I knew as soon as he started dating the white woman, I was like, ooh, this is going to be bad. And I actually DNF'd it because I didn't want to read it. I also didn't read American Boys, I believe, by Jason Reynolds and Brandon Kylie, Riley because I don't find that entertaining. It's a trigger for me. So if you have triggers... Don't read the books that trigger you. If a book has a topic that's uncomfortable for you, either don't read it or you judge the book based on how the author handles it. I chose to DNF The Lovely War because I didn't want to read it. If I had have read it, I can't I can't give you an opinion on it because I didn't read it. But if I had read it, I would not have judged it because in the book I would have judged it how Julie Berry handled it. And the last thing that I noticed that people were saying on Goodreads was that the book wasn't what they expected. So, and I, I don't read book descriptions. I don't read summaries because they often contain spoilers. And so I just, I, I make the choice of not reading summaries. I didn't read the summary for this book either, but after I read it and after I looked at Goodreads and saw this complaint made by a lot of people, I went back and I read it. And yes, it is set up as kind of a light read. It doesn't seem like it's going to be what it is. Even though I didn't read the summary, I also had my own like thoughts about what this book was going to be. And it totally wasn't what I thought at all. Like, I don't know what to expect, but it wasn't this. And I. OK, so basically what I'm saying is that their complaint was that this wasn't what they expected. And once again, they rated it low because the author didn't do what they thought was going to happen. But in my opinion, that's not the author's fault. That's kind of your fault. I I equate it to like a roller coaster. You get on a roller coaster and it's the roller coaster is going to do what it's going to do. You don't get to say, oh, hey, roller coaster, I am not in the mood for a loop right now. I'm in the mood for a drop. The roller coaster not going to listen to you. It's going to do the loop. So you got to go with it. Or you don't ride the ride, you know, you can't you if the author doesn't do what you expected it to do, it's kind of not their fault. You kind of have to go along on the ride. And I've had to do this several times. Just recently, I was reading a book and it's on this list and I'll talk about it where clearly it wasn't going the way I thought it was going to go. And I was like, OK, so the author is trying to tell me something totally different than what I thought this book was going to be. So I just totally like let go of all my whatever's and was like, OK, I'm just going to I'm just going to let the author take me where the author wants to go. And then I judged the book according to the path the author wanted me to go on. So that's just my opinion. I just don't think it's fair that if a book doesn't go the way you thought it should go, then you kind of rate it low because of that. All right, I talked too much about it, so let's get into this book. All right, so damsel is, I hate doing summaries, so I'm just going to try and get through it really as quickly. In this fictional fairy tale world, King Emery has to slay a dragon and rescue a damsel, and then the damsel becomes his wife. And he does this, and the damsel, Ama, I believe her name is Ama, doesn't want to be a damsel, and then ensues the rest of the story. Okay, so I usually start with my dislikes because I like to end on a positive note. And that's how Ashley and I usually do our podcasts. So I'm going to start with my dislikes. My first dislike was that the metaphor was a little too on the nose. So in the story, Ama has a lynx. And she named the links sorrow. And at some point in the story, she has to let sorrow go, which is time to grow for her. And there were so many instances in the book where she is like, it, clearly the author is like using the links as a metaphor. So she's like, oh, she's getting him trained. And the trainer is like, oh, you need to make him obedient. You got to whip him. And at the same time, she's being groomed, quote unquote, groomed to be a queen. It's like, okay, I get it. I get what you're trying to say. I just thought the metaphor was a little bit too pushy. Uh, It's not subtle enough for me. I don't like it when the metaphors are shoved down my throat. So I didn't like that. And I didn't like it enough to make me lower the rating. The ending I thought was a little bit too abrupt. And I didn't think there were enough themes here or enough discussion. Usually a critical book has several themes and I really only picked out a couple. So I don't know. It just it just it it had something good here, but it just wasn't enough. My main problem with the book, and this is what made me lower it to a four and not a five. I think I probably could have gotten over the whole links metaphor thing and the ending thing if this what I'm about to say hadn't have happened. Okay, so the main plot of this book is she does not want to be a damsel. It's called damsel. So this book is heavily feminist, lots of misogyny. But in my opinion, I don't think Arnold added anything new to this theme. She just kind of regurgitated what we already know. Men are dicks, not all men, but according to Arnold in this book, Men are dicks. They are aggressive. They want to dominate women. You're a woman. I'm a man. Blah, de blah, de blah. She wasn't really adding anything nuanced to this conversation. And so, therefore, it was a problem because that's the main theme. The book is called Damsel. If you're calling your book Damsel and it's about a damsel, you better be adding something new to this to this topic. But I didn't get any of that. So that's why I rated the book. I probably at some point I was going to give it a four and a half. But then as it progressed, I was like, okay. so what are you what are you talking about here? What are are you not telling me anything new here, especially in YA? In adult fiction, it's a little different to do that. Usually that comes to character growth. But in YA, where teens are just kind of, you know, they're coming of age, they're teenagers, they're learning, they're growing. It's like, okay, teens already know this stuff. They they already know that they don't want to be a damsel. They already know that. What are what else are you adding to this? And she didn't do anything with it. I thought her writing was great. Her characters were well written. I really liked the fairy tale the fairy tale world, which I thought was quite nuanced. You know, it's in this world, the king has to slay a dragon to save the damsel. The damsel becomes his wife or the queen, she has a son. She always has a son and then the cycle is just repeated. I was like, okay, that's cool. It's very simple, quite to the point. There's no elaborate folklore or caste system or all these extra people. It's none of that BS. It's very simple. I appreciated it. I liked it a lot. Um, So I thought that was nuanced. But the whole damsel thing, the main theme of your story was just not strong enough for me. So that's why I gave it a, a four and not higher than a four. Like I said, I like the writing. I thought I'm not. Of course, I didn't like Emery. Emery's the king. He was awful. But I liked the way she wrote him. I liked I liked her writing style in this book. I didn't like the Red Hood. I had some issues with the message in the Red Hood. And if you want to learn what that is, I updated on my Goodreads. Um, My Goodreads is Bang Bang Books. Yeah, I really like the character of Polly or Pollen or something. It was Emery's best friend. I kind of wish she had done more with Pollen. Polly, don't know his name. But other than that, I can see why it was an honor book. I, yeah, I I see why it's an honor book. But I do think it is worth a read. I'm actually going to read this with my teen book club. And I chose this book before I read it. So, oh, I'm, I'm curious to see what they think. This book is heavily on the penis. Um, there's a lot of penis in this book. And I have three girls in my book club. Two are graduating seniors and one is going to be a senior this year. So they're old enough. That's not the problem. It's just that, I don't know. I don't know. They have opinions. So we'll see how they think about it. But I do think it's worth a read. It is very different. I would rather read a book that has these problems than some crappy fantasy book that I've read umpteen times so that's damsel the next book I read is blood of elves I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this guy's last name it's the witcher series it's this book one in the witcher series I liked 0.5 which was the last wish that one was really good I gave that a five and this the 0.75 was the blood I was about to say the blood of Gryffindor that ain't right I don't know it's some kind of blood that no blood of elves is the first book anyway it's 0.75 I didn't like that one at all this one I gave a four um I don't think I'm going to finish the series because uh, I watched the show and my problem with this book is that it is really slow like agonizingly slow and I like a slow book but damn this was so slow um and I think my problem with it was that everything in this book happened in the TV show and so I'm just getting the same information that I kind of already know and it took I mean this book isn't long first of all it's not a long book it's it's not over 350 pages I believe but the chapters are hella long and these like 50 page chapters or so out of all of the words on the page, you get like one big, important piece of information. Out of all of that, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? It took you 50 pages for you to tell me that Nilfgaard is taking over the trade? Oh my God. You Why couldn't you say that in two pages? Like, it, that's what I'm talking about. Like, and I know it's setting up a world, I get it, but I'm kind of familiar with the world. So it was just so slow, which is really weird because... Most of us, including me, watch a show or watch a movie and then we go back and we read the book. Sometimes we read the book before, sometimes we read the book after. I am, I do both. Lately, I've been reading books after simply because I'm slow and didn't realize it was going to become a show. And I'm like, oh, this is a great show. Let me read the book. But I tend to enjoy the book, even though I know what happens, which is what I was saying in here. I already knew what happens. It's slow. It's boring. But... I watched Game of Thrones and then I read the first book and it's basically the exact same thing. I think there's only two things that are different from the book than the show Game of Thrones. And yet I still enjoyed the book. I still enjoyed you by Carol. Actually, I like the TV show you better than the book, but Harry Potter, I still loved Harry Potter book and Harry Potter show or movie, but I don't know. This is some kind of outlier. It was just really slow and I already knew what was happening. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to continue with the story simply because <sighs> I don't know. It's just not enough story here for me. It's too much world building and not enough character. It's a lot of Siri prancing around and, and um, Yennefer telling her, calling her ugly one. And like, it's just a lot of that. And I'm like, okay, but where, where's the story here? Like, I, Anyway, yeah, you you might like it. I, I do recommend it. I mean, I gave it a four. It's it's interesting. It was just slow as hell. All right. The next book I read was Bared to You. Shit, I forgot the author's name. I didn't write it down. Um, Sylvia Day. This is erotic fiction. <laughs> Obviously, it's fiction. Um, but Ashley and I, my co-podcaster, are doing fan or romance week bro, I can't talk. We're doing Romance Month in July. Our podcast will be all romance. And we wanted to do a couple of erotica. Neither Ashley nor I are big erotica readers. We both read Fifty Shades of Grey. And I think that's all the erotica we've read. We did read a historical fiction erotica, which you can find in the archives. I think it was called Wicked Dawn or something. And I chose it because my name was in the title, which was a mistake. But Yeah, so we are going to review this book in full next week. So catch that podcast. And when I was saying that um, in my uh, damsel review, I was saying that sometimes you read a book and it goes a different way and you're just like, okay, the author wants me to go this way and you kind of have to go with it. This was the book I was talking about at one point I'm reading and I'm reading it and I'm like okay this author is trying to tell me this and she's trying to take me down this path that I kind of don't want to go down but I'm gonna go down it because that's what I signed up for and then I have to review it and rate it according to the path the author wanted me to take not the path that I thought the author should take I'm not gonna do that so I'll get into that that should be a lively discussion because this is straight up erotica so yeah the next book I read was A Song of Rates and Ruin by Rosanna A. Brown I gave this a two and I felt kind of bad for giving it a two because we're trying to pump up black authors right now and I felt really bad about it Ashley and I did a full review it is um I'll link it below so that you can listen to our full review if you want Ashley liked it a lot more than I did my problem with this book just a quick review of why I gave it a two. My problem was that the world was extremely convoluted. Rosanna needed her editor to tell her to edit. She needed a lot of editing. I think this is a classic debut mistake where they want to put everything in their book. They're so excited they want to cram it all in and it ends up just making the world a hot convoluted mess and that's what happened in this book I didn't like any of the characters here in this book and I didn't find anything new here. Like she wasn't saying anything new. I read a lot of fantasy and so I'm expecting to be wowed. I, I, you know, fantasy is a dime a dozen. If you're going to write a fantasy book, you got to set yourself apart, girlfriend. And if you don't, it's just the same old, same old that we already read. So this was the same old, same old that I've already read nothing stood out. I didn't enjoy anything about this book, really. I gave it. I didn't hate it. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever read. That's why I didn't give it a one. But I didn't like it either. Yikes. All right. The next book I read was Red Sister by Mark Lawrence. I gave this a four. I am trying to read more adult fantasy, which why I read Blood of Elves and why I read this book and why I read the Fifth Season by NK Jemison, which I love by the way. Um Alright. I have not been saying what these books are about. I'm sorry guys. I probably should have been doing that. I hate giving summaries. That's my bad. Um, you probably already know what these books are about. That's why you listen to this. You don't need me to tell you. Okay, so before I get into the Red Sister, let me just talk about something about this real quick. Okay, so if you follow V. E. Schwab, you probably already know this. V. E. Schwab wrote a darker shade of magic um series. She writes adult NYA science fiction slash fantasy, mostly science fiction. Um I'm sorry, there's somebody outside my door. Okay. So my problem it's not a problem, but okay, so this is what happened. V Schwab, this was about a couple weeks ago, she was talking on her Twitter about her experience as a female author, like before she was super famous. And how men were treating her like a sh- like, like shit, basically. And one of the authors that treated her like shit was Mark Lawrence. At first, she didn't name names. She just said there was an author where she read the book and critiqued it like I'm doing right now. And like a lot of us do on Goodreads or our blogs or whatever. And he like had nasty comments he came after her he sicked his readers after her and she just had a horrible experience and then like a week or so later she named names and it was Mark Lawrence because of that I don't like that I will not be reading any more of his books I had already decided I wasn't going to finish the series the Red Sister and I'll say why but I was going to try his other series because I like his writing style but after I heard that I'm not going to read any more of his books if you are going to be in a creative business, art is subjective. If you can't handle it critique, then you shouldn't be in this business. I mean, art is subjective. You you got to learn to deal with it. Um so, let's get back to the review. So, Red Sister is about a 12-year-old girl who becomes a nun assassin. That's that's about what it's about. Okay. Um <laughs> I, I liked the writing style. The beginning of the book was really good. Um, this book was not hard to follow. Sometimes adult fantasy tends to be really dense. Like the fifth season was dense. So dense that I, I want to read the third book, but I'm just like dreading it because I have to be mentally ready for it because I know it's going to be a lot. I started it. I think I got 50 pages in and I was like, Oh God. I need to take a break, and I have taken a two-month break. <laughs> um, but but his world is not mentally draining like the fifth season is. I keep on saying the fifth wave. That is a totally different book. Anyway, um, I liked the beginning of the book. I thought it was – I was jamming with it, and then I hit midway, and it became really repetitive. It was just her – Studying her nun stuff and fighting and training and studying and fighting and training and studying and fighting and training. And I'm like, okay, this is really boring. Can we move it along? And then, of course, the end picks up really nicely. But that middle was a drag. Enough of a drag that I had no plans of continuing this series. But I won't read any more of his stuff because of what I already said. Um, Another problem I had with this book was the main character, Nona, is she starts off at 10 years old and then she, by the end of the book, I believe she's 12. And this girl is hella mentally mature for a 12 year old. And I'm like, okay. Like, I couldn't get past it. I tried to get past it, I couldn't. So at one point, I'm giving an example. So at one point in the book, she I think she goes to Gray's sister. I believe she's advanced to Gray sister and it's her first day at school or whatever. And she encounters a bully. I believe the bully's name is Daria Darla, something like that. And this bully whoops her ass. But Nona is she can hold her own in the fighting ring she's very strong she probably could have whooped her ass back but she didn't and so when her when Claire I think her name is uh not Amma wrong book um Nona when Nona's friend I believe her name was Claire comes up to her and was like why didn't you why did why didn't you fight her back you're capable she says and this girl is 12 which is a seventh grader she says well, clearly Darla likes being a bully and I'm not going to take that away from her, but I beat her up just enough for her to know not to mess with me. What 12-year-old rationalizes that? I'm looking at this girl like I'm a teen librarian. I see 12-year-olds every damn day. Hey, now one of them 12-year-olds able to rationalize like that. So, like why did you make your main character 12 why did not make her 18 or 25 this is an adult book why she gotta be 12 I I just couldn't get past how mature this girl was I mean fighting sure because she has power that she doesn't quite know she has she knows she has it but she doesn't really know how to use it and she when she does use it she uses it well so I'm not gonna fault her for being 12 and being extremely powerful because she she was born with it she has it but it's the mental thing that I just I was just like yeah 12 year olds are not some adults can't come up with that rationale like are you expecting that 12 year old to give me a break all right the next book I read was House of Dragons by Jessica Clues. I gave this a 375 Ashley and I did a full podcast on this one too I will link it below but really quickly the f- last 30% of this book was atrocious. The first 70% was great. Like I was about to give this a four and a half. I was like, yes, this is great. I love all the characters. The world is semi-interesting. There's dragons. I was all about it. And then that last freaking 30% happened. And I was just like, oh my God. I am a villain's person. I love the villain. I don't root for the villain, but... In my opinion, a villain can make or break a book. Game of Thrones has fantastic villains. And my favorite Game of Thrones character was Littlefinger because he was a great villain. His demise was warranted. I was happy when he went. However, spoilers, hopefully you've seen it by now. If not, well, too bad. Everybody dies in that book. Just whatever. But he needed to go. He needed to go. Cersei, fantastic villain but you know she needs to go she's a terrible person she needs to go but I enjoyed her while she was there and the villain in this book oh god I'm really bad with names and I always forget the names like a week after I've read the book. Hyperia her name's Hyperia. She was a great villain at first then she kind of poo-pooed out and then she really poo-pooed by 30% I'm like girlfriend no so she killed the book she was just stupid and I, I she killed it she killed it And then more Game of Thrones references, sorry. I've been watching, like, reactions to Game of Thrones on YouTube lately and, like, really missing the show because I have no life. But, so, the ending of this book, like, brought me the last episode of Game of Thrones vibes where the king, like, really, this is who you give the Iron Throne to? And this is what they did in this book! I'm like, really? The new emperor is this? Okay, so yeah I was really bummed I hate it when a book starts off so well and then it just poops out in the end I still think it's worth a read I think it's one of the better fantasies I've read in a really long time so if you're looking for a good new fantasy I would recommend House of Dragons by Jessica Cluis. next I read You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson I gave this a three this book it's fine I I liken this book to high school hijinks meaning there's a lot of high school hijinks it's girls and boys and there it's a lot of it's it's prom season and they're doing a lot of prom things and she's got some issues hopefully I don't need to say what this book is about because I'm not and the main character I forgot her name you don't need to know her name anyway she she experiences some atypical high school stuff, like her mother has passed away, her brother has sickle cell, she's poor, but I mean we've kind of read the poor girl a lot lately, and no one's really doing much new with the poor girl, and it didn't happen here either. But she's also a lesbian. She's not like in the closet, but she's not like woohoo either, because the school she goes to is really conservative, so she kinda has to keep a low profile. And that's kind of the what sets this book apart is the school and the area she the area she lives in, the school she goes to, and they take prom like really, really seriously, so much so that they give out scholarships and stuff, and that's what she's trying to get a scholarship. And she's trying to she's not your typical prom queen type of a girl. And so she she enters the prom court contest if you will it's not a contest but you know what I mean she wants she does prom court so that she could try and win be queen and win the scholarship money or money or whatever but this book it's light and fluffy it's a fun time you get a couple of chuckles it's not critical I'm not going to choose this for book club I'll put it on my shelf at the library so because it's a black girl in the cover she's got a crown on her head she's got natural hair you know that's cool that's great but and I would recommend it, but I'm not going to choose this for a book club because it's not really critical. So it's fine. It's a fine book. Next was Felix Ever After by Kacen Callender. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I gave this a four. Let me bust out my Goodreads review here. I like this book. Obviously, I gave it a four. And so our main character is trans and I don't know a lot about trans people so when I read books like this where I don't know a lot about whether it's their race like I don't know when I read uh frankly in love I don't know any Koreans so when I read a book like that and the main character is Korean American I want to learn about Korean culture and so I I I felt like this book delivered for someone who doesn't really know a lot about trans teens or people in general I don't know any trans people I did learn something new which I liked a lot the author my wi-fi is sucking here sorry the author actually did something a little bit different there is there is discrimination within this queer group of teens which I thought was fascinating I was like oh wow so that's what I'm looking for when I read books like this I want To learn something new. I want something nuanced. I I get tired of reading the same thing. And I'm I'm, I'm looking for something new. And Kacen provided that. Which was great. I like the friendships. Especially Felix and his best friend Ezra. I liked their friendship a lot. Ezra was very supportive of of Felix. And they just stood up for each other. And I, I liked all of that. What else did I like? I thought the conversations that these teens were having were quite honest and they weren't teen angst. I one thing I I hate, I'm gonna say hate, about conversations in teen books is when they talk about dumb shit like like Disney books or not Disney books, Disney movies, or does ketchup go on a hot dog where they have these lame ass conversations. Is that real life? Yes, teens talk about the banal stuff all the time. So do adults. But I don't want to read that in a book. I don't want to read that. I don't want to read your everyday dumb shit. I, it's that To me, I equate that to brushing your teeth yes I know you brush your teeth every day most people do I don't want to read about it in a book for pages and pages like I want to hear meaningful conversations not the bullshit conversations and I felt like this book did that they really had some serious conversations that teens do actually have they have the banal conversations and they have the serious conversations about their parents about their sexuality about their friends about their school about life and It's okay to put that in a teen book. So I liked it. The only thing I didn't like was the ending. Oh my God. So it was a lot of I love you being thrown around. And maybe it's because I'm in my 40s and I'm not 17. And I just didn't say I love you to everybody all the time. It was a lot of I love you and oh I don't love you anymore because I love him and I love her I don't love her anymore I love you it's like okay with the love can we maybe say I like this person a lot love has a lot of meaning to it when you say I love you maybe to a teenager it's not as serious as an adult when you tell somebody you love them that's a big deal so maybe, you know, as a teen, it's not as big of a deal. Maybe, maybe that's why it bothered me. But I just didn't like that everybody was, I love you now. No, I don't love you. No, I love this person. Oh, I don't love you anymore. I love you now. Oh, I don't like you anymore. I don't. I didn't like that. And that's what happened at the end of this book. And it bummed me out. Because I was really liking the book. And then the ending happened. And I was just like, okay, I like what I like the ultimate ending ending. I just didn't like getting there I thought getting there was just a lot of eye rolls so but I do like the book a lot it's a great book it's a great discussion book for adults and teens I highly recommend it read it check it out I have a feeling that this is probably going to be on some awards this year and the last book I read was Chain of Gold by Cassandra Clare Ashley and I also did this book uh a full review I will link that below I gave this book a four I had no plans of reading this book actually because Cassandra Clare be popping these books out like it ain't nobody's business and I did not like the the Shadowhunter series and I didn't realize that this was part of the Infernal Devices which I liked a lot I liked the Infernal Devices a lot and I didn't realize it was in that vein of her world so when I found out that it was I was like woohoo sign me up so when I read a Cassandra Clare book I don't read her books for for story necessarily, or for action and adventure, Cassandra Clare's her what's the word I'm looking for? Her strong suit. That's not what I was looking for, but she writes relationships really well. She she writes a love triangle fantastically. I hate love triangles, but she writes them well. She writes unrequited love well friendship love romantic love familiar love familial not familiar and this is what I look for when I go into reading her books and she delivers every time like and that's what I really loved about this book I could give a shit about the devil that the main character I forgot his name already (laughs) he's a Herondale the main character was fighting James I think it's James um, Will and Tessa's son. So there's this whole sub story, sub plot where he's got to fight a literal demon. He's fighting his demons, I could give a shit about that. I was way more interested in the teens and their relationships with each other. I liked all of that. So it is a big book. It is. If you like the infernal devices, I recommend it. It's a. It's a. It's a great book. I enjoyed it. All right. Those are all eight of my books that I read this month yes eight I hope your quarantine is going well if you are in a state that is experiencing an uptick in your in your virus cases please stay safe so far you know I live in Illinois so far we haven't increased too much we, we were really bad in the beginning and we kind of went down a little bit so stay safe everybody happy reading and I'll catch you in the next podcast